Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast, brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. Fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure, we drive the industry we love. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of America's wow, podcast. That just like spiked. boom, <laughs> it made my ears tingle. <laughs> just like cut all of our audio for a second. Yeah, um, that was my bad. That's Cooper. If you if you that haven't figured bad. out already, if you are listening, mm-hmm. Cooper is here on the podcast with us tonight, as well as Mr. Ashford. Yeah, what's up, guys? And uh, we got some pretty rad stuff going on. Um, Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. We got another um, customer request for an episode, and it was worthy enough that we... We'd love to have your first name, but (laughs) Kyle messed that one up. I don't know if it's Black Brown or Blake Brown. Um, Yeah. If it's Black Brown, that's pretty cool. You had had one job. I know. Mm. Autocorrect. I'm not sure exactly what's going on there. Who thinks we should shave his head? (laughs) <laughs> by head do you mean beard because there's nothing left uh anyways he's got a really great question and before we dive into that um as always we are on everywhere you go want to listen to your podcast iHeartRadio, you name it uh, america's podcast is out there so soundcloud are we on the sound we're on the soundcloud we're on all of it spotify oh yeah are we on that we're on the, we're on spotify all that good what's stuff what's the apple thingy uh, that'd that? be itunes oh yeah that there's itunes yeah ubtube YouTube. Oh, that's right. If you want to see our faces, in case you want to see. They want to see how much hair we're going to shave off your head. (laughs) Um, If it is your guys' first time tuning in, this is America's Off-Road Podcast. We talk everything from uh, very vehicle-specific parts to ATVs, UTVs, trips we've gone on, uh, lifestyle um, in the outdoors, and uh, a little bit of pretty much everything we are all enthusiasts here yep uh we're doing this for fun we enjoy it we appreciate you guys with your downloads your comments your questions your submitting reviews which is great um so keep that up we really appreciate it if you guys mm-hmm. do send in a review make sure you take a screenshot send it to podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com 
with a picture of your vehicle, your campsite, your last trip, whatever it may be, something related to kind of the lifestyle that uh, we're all living here at Off-Road Power Products, and we'll get some swag in the mail for you. Yeah, we want to see that you live it. Yeah, don't just don't just leave us a fake review so you can get a T-shirt. Yeah, come on. I mean, we, we want to support what you're doing. Yeah. Um, that being said, if you guys haven't checked us out, you can go to offroadpowerproducts.com. That's mm-hmm. our gear store where we have all the parts for vehicles, rooftop tents, racks, ATV, UTV gear, and a bunch of lifestyle equipment. So if you're looking to get equipped for your next adventure or just improve your ride, uh, reach out to us. Ash, me, one of the two of us will most likely be answering the phones and we can help you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get into it. So we've got a really good question here. We've really covered a lot of rec- recovery stuff in the past episodes. Uh, this one's a little bit more specific about vehicle lifting. Mm-hmm. Some of the points that he's asking are, uh, what's your thoughts on high lift jacks? Are they still a thing you would use or are they something um too dangerous and in the past um he wants us to touch on pro eagle jacks which there's a couple different styles we'll cover there uh arb came out with a really cool jack um what's it called <clears throat> the arb jack what the jack i think it's called jack i think it's just called it the, is jack the, the ARB jack. Um, well that was simple right uh but it's a really good topic because at some point all of us run into those recovery situations mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um it's really nice to get granular on some of these topics and really mm-hmm. cover things that you know our past experiences what we've dealt with how we've done it yeah. um and our recommendations so i think let's address the elephant in the room and start with the high lift jack so when we say <laughs> lifting lifting a vehicle we're v- talking about Spare like tire. We need changing to, a tire. We need to change a tire. Yeah, change a tire. I think it's also, um, you know, there's. You lost a coil spring. Yeah. They, you flex repairs. It out. Whoa, that's not supposed to come out of there. Right. I mean, a lot of the stuff that I've seen on the trails with Cooper and UA and EJS. Wait, is, let's be clear. It's not necessarily Cooper. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> On the trail with, I will say this one thing, and this is why I I specifically said your name. You're one of the first guys on the trail to, if you see something that's wrong, and I think you just enjoy doing it, you're the first person to offer to help and get in there and get your hands dirty. So there's a lot of times where you're lifting rigs, not necessarily to change a spare, but to swap a broken part out. Mm. Um, But also, if you don't have a winch, and we will touch on this a little bit, um, we talked a little bit briefly. A lot of times you need a winch in some instances to recover a vehicle rollover. Right. Even, and this kind of applies in to UTVs as well, because we're those are becoming a lot more prevalent. And um, mm-hmm. you know, some people just don't know how to drive them, and they tip them over sometimes. Yeah, but weird, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Who <Kyle>. does that? <laughs> um, but high lift jacks. I mean, it's probably one of the most well known off road jacks out there. You see it on a lot of the old school jeeps. You actually see it on a lot of the new jeeps. Surprisingly, oh, they, they've been so. around for years. I mean. Like they, they work, they're tried and true. Are they scary? Yes. Uh, they're definitely one of those, one of those tools. It's not as straightforward as a lot of the others. You should really spend time getting to know your high lift jack before you need it. I cannot stress that enough because those things start to react funny when you put a lot of weight on them or, or if for some weird reason, you like to leave it on the outside of your vehicle year round and you never touch it until you need it and nothing moves. It's, it's now like orange, corrosion. aka rust. You need, to, you need to make sure that you're doing maintenance on those things. Like for, from a safety first standpoint, nothing needs more attention than your recovery gear. Think of it like I always think of your recovery gear, whether it be 
you know, high lift jack or anything else, kind of like a generator. Right. Like you, you hope you don't have to use it, you but if it's it. there, it better work perfectly when every you need time. It. Right. And, yeah. uh, you know, a high lift jack just, it just requires a little bit more maintenance. They don't generally get, get that of, of all the ones that I've seen on, on the trail, like they've all worked eventually, whether we've, you know, used a can of WD-40 on them or whatnot, <laughs> but everybody's, you know, flipping the, is it, is it going down to the <laughs> latch flip? What are we hit it, hit it with something, you know, and you get a rock up there and start knocking things around and that's not sketchy at all, but. You know, they serve their purpose and, and there's some real benefits to a high lift jack. One that's lubed up right. You understand how it works. It works as so much more than just a jack. Sure. Like you can use it as a winch. It's right. going to take you a long time. But if you aren't going to invest money into an actual winch, you can get yourself rolled back over with a high lift. Totally. I know, I know I've done it. It's a multi-use tool. It was like a six-hour ordeal <laughs> on something that should have been a minute and a half. <laughs> With a winch. Yeah. <laughs> and before you keep going on that specific topic, Ash, for those of peop- for those of you that are completely novice or don't know what a high lift jack is, do your best to explain a high lift jack without obviously having one here on the table. If you're not watching, mm-hmm. most of you guys listen. So it's, um, like, a, it's like a vertical piece of iron that's also referred to as a death machine <laughs> or trap they no. come in two different sizes i think you can get what a, a 48, 48 inch and a 60 yeah 48 and 60 mm-hmm. i used to sell quite a bit of them back in the day um have used my fair share of them as well um definitely two different sizes the biggest issue that i've found with high well, let's talk about what they are they have a base and then they have kind of a vertical i-beam structure and they just use mechanical advantage from leverage so it's just a little latching mechanism. There's holes in the middle of the I-beam with two cross pins. And as you use a big tube as leverage, it essentially ratchets, it ratchets itself up between those two pins. One engages, disengages, engages, mm-hmm. disengages. Um, so you can actually pick quite a bit. They have a lot of vertical lifting capability. Yep. Uh, same with winching. Um, you can use them with the jaw style version. So you can pinch things, you can mm-hmm. spread things. You can do really all kinds of things with them. But really the biggest issue with them is one being how heavy they are. Yeah. And then two, your, my biggest issue with them, shy of safety, is when you are lifting the vehicle, say you're going to take a wheel and tire off, you can only lift off of a bumper or a rock slider or something right. like that. Something <laughs> solid. Something solid. But then you have all the droop in your suspension yeah. working against you to try to get that wheel and tire off the ground, mm-hmm. unlike lifting from the bottom of the axle. So I would say that's one of the biggest issues. Especially so. nowadays, like with a few rigs, like, and I just, I just recently ran into this. Um, we uh, had to swap out a tire on, on a good friend's rig and he had way too much suspension travel and we were using a high lift just could not high lift wouldn't go high enough enough. for us (laughs) to get the daggum tire off the ground i'm like oh wow that's awkward so then you spend a whole lot of time ratchet strapping the axle up after you've lowered it all the way back down which is not a fast ordeal (laughs) and uh it's just yeah there are some limiting factors there for sure well and they're they're dangerous tool if you don't well, know they, what they you're just, doing. Yeah, they need to be respected. They are right. definitely something you train with before you're in a moment where you actually need it. Like right. you have to spend time with it. But, you know, they have a whole bunch of other, aside from the base and 
everything else. They have a whole plethora of accessories that you can get totally to attach to the bases on either end for hooking the chains, for hooking the um, straps. Like it, they're they're a really versatile tool. tool. Mm-hmm. Like for what they are, I mean, they, they've been around for years, right? And the only changes they've made have been the colors yeah. you know like it, it if it ain't broke don't, don't fix, fix it. it yeah they've and, really uh, not changed at all and the only uh, thing that they've the only one that i know of that they've made differently is their extreme jack and it just comes with the attachments or accessories mm-hmm. already built into it and then zinc coating on any of the cross pins and which stuff like is that. a novel idea yes. like absolutely phenomenal but really at the end of the day they're a glorified farm jack that yes was modified for off-road use but farm jacks have been around for a million years yeah yeah and and, and it's one of those things like if you don't want to spend the money on a winch great that'll do that'll do a whole bunch of it yeah so i think and the point of this recovery type vehicle lifting is not to bash on anybody by any means but i just think technology has come a long ways and there's probably a little bit better options out there for you but before we dive into those so what makes the danger factor with the high lift jack. <laughs> well, I mean, explain that a little bit well, as far as I know you're limited to the mounting points, but once you have that vehicle in the air, yeah, what makes this a dangerous tool if you're not uh, well, they, trained they, in it? They do go high enough that the stability standpoint of it can be a little bit sketchy. Sure, um, you know, and and this goes for any jack really. If you're totally. if you're going to lift a vehicle off the ground, make sure one everyone around it knows. And two, you've put rocks or logs or something under tires because yes. I've seen too many people lift the rears off. Yes, they set the park brake, but the park brake only works on the rear. <laughs> why is it rolling? Yeah, why is it rolling? And uh, it's it's one of those things like you really have to respect the environment you're in, what you're doing, and and really understand the physics of the angles that you're you're jacking things up. Sure. And don't be afraid to like take your time. Mm-hmm. Really, you have a tool that's going to help you get out of there. I've seen too many people rush through stuff because they think that they're holding up the person behind them or anything else. When really, all we want is for everyone to keep all their all their digits in place. Right. And let's get off the trail in a timely manner and make some memories. So totally slow down, watch the little things and um, yeah, make sure you have some WD-40, some loop <laughs> for those pins. Because I, I keep getting back to that because of the simple fact that, yes, you're counting on the two two ratcheting pins to move back and forth and allow it. And I've, I've seen those hang up mm-hmm. and then the whole thing drops. Just free falls. You're like, Oh wow. It's either that or the, the, they hang up and it free falls or one will engage, but the opposite won't disengage. So all the weight is still on. You're still holding the weight of the vehicle on the bar itself or the, the extension for lack yeah. of better words. Right. So that you think it clicks and you start to let go of it, and that thing will go wow. slamming. <laughs> yeah, it'll do that too. <laughs> you beatboxing oh, over there? No, you you uh, you will literally <laughs> see the handle jack just, back and forth as it drops goes down, down, and the, you're yeah. like, oh god, just the shin. I'm not going to be the guy that jumps in there and grab that sucker. <laughs> yeah, for safety, when you're using a high lift jack, you always want to stay kind of clear from it. I would never go underneath a vehicle if you're going to be working under the rig. Don't be supported by a high lift jack. Yeah. Um, also, when you're when you're operating the jack handle itself, don't stand over the top of it because it does like Ooh, to come straight will. back up. I've seen somebody take in the face, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or somewhere else that would not be pleasant. Mm. Yeah, either or, I don't want no part of. <laughs> no, um, but 
stay clear of the handle in case if there was a failure. And then just be aware of that leaning. Like you said, if the front tires roll, the back tires roll, that thing is pretty high in the air. And I mean, you're only got a, what, let's say a three by six inch plate at the bottom that it sits against the ground. Right. And uh, if you're 40, 50 inches in the air, I mean, you're pretty much balancing the rig on a two by four. Right. Right. And not even that big of a two by four. No. (laughs) (laughs) Or like a one by three, maybe. (laughs) But yeah. So like taking into account a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of basics. So if you do want to go the high lift route, make sure you are extremely familiar with the high lift before you need it. Before you need it. I can't stress that enough. Before you need it. (laughs) And there are a lot of people that just love the, I mean, it's an iconic look. You see a lot of Jeeps with them mounted on the hood or hanging off the back. Camel Trophy guys had them all over. Yeah. If you're going to do that, make sure you have the proper stuff that you need to maintain that on the trail. And lastly, probably not the jack for you if you've got a lot of suspension travel. So I wouldn't recommend it for. Uh, it could be. You just need chains and ratchet straps and, and things like more that. stuff. So <laughs> simply just have to take the you know the axle and strap it to the frame so that it yeah. doesn't droop down as far. And, and another <clears throat> con that I can think of, which is like a big one for me, the reason why I don't run one is weight. weight. Yeah. Oh, so heavy. I mean, I mean, unless you're wanting to get you know, a workout mid trail, <laughs> like get a good swell session. <laughs> You need four people to pull it off the hood yeah, for you. Yeah, like, we're good. I'm going to do a quick little curl session here. So do you know roughly what the weight of the high lift jack is? A lot. A lot. <laughs> Just a lot pounds. A lot of pounds. About half of me. Fair Hashtag enough. a lot. Um, anything else on high lift before we move on to the uh, other modern advent or modern creations? Other. Mm. Other versions. Versions. Modern version. No, I can't. I can't think of anything else with high lift. They are made in America. That's a great thing. That is awesome. especially right now. It's tough to get stuff that's being imported. So, well, yeah. I mean, if it's a it, the thing I do like about the high lift jack is listening to Cooper's story about f- flipping a rig over. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very versatile. One one thing that just came to my mind is one one cool thing about it for those that are like they just want something that works every single time you're not relying on hydraulic fluid there's no seals to fill there's right. no air to be i mean you don't need air you don't need any source you are the source as long yeah. as the tool works and you can operate the handle yeah and you, you've kept the rust to a minimum <laughs> yes <laughs> so i guess that's a that's a big one there that's a a, a pro if you will it's self-contained is, it doesn't rely on anything else other than your elbow grease <laughs> yeah. yeah um and I'm really excited to talk about the other two because we carry both of them. Um, Pro Eagle Jacks is a jack company that's kind of exploded in the off-road world over the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Um, they originally started out with their big wheel jacks, um, which are really awesome for pretty much anything. I think everybody that has used a jack before, whether you're changing the oil on your car or whatever, a zip tie will stop the steel wheels of a normal a normal jack so these these wheels are actually really cool so yeah. a little bit about pro eagle they have these big plastic wheels that are actually extremely strong yeah you think plastic <clears> is bad but we've watched them jack up a rig and then <laughs> the rig drive around a parking lot on like the jack. like a full-size ram 3500 yeah no problem it's like a, a polypropylene yeah it's strong that whatever it is pvc polypropylene yeah something fancy big long word but it's a it's a plastic composite wheel Mm -hmm. it's not pneumatic 
Uh, there's no air in the tire or anything like that. It's all plastic. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty impressed on how strong the actual wheel itself is. And for what it is, for like the three ton, which is what I get because everything they make a three ton why would you get something smaller would you even think about it it's it's not as heavy as you would expect it no and they've got really good um in addition to these big oversized wheels in the rear Mm -hmm. also oversized wheels in the front um the accessories they're coming out with for it like cooper just said they're not that heavy but they've got handles on both sides Mm -hmm. so it's really easy to just pick up and put in the bed of your truck um, and those, they have they make a base mount so you right. can secure it and lock it so people yes. can't take off with it. Comes with a key with a lock. Mm-hmm. You can physically mount it to your bed so it's not rolling around rattling. That's what I had in my Colorado. Worked perfectly. You can lock it up and uh, it's completely secure. So they've got a really a ton of accessories and they've thought about a lot of things too for the guys like us that are out in the elements all the time. And if you do want to mount it into your bed, they've got covers for them now so it kind of helps keep that jack out of the elements if you want to have it in there year round uh, high lift has that also just so the cover yeah they do make it is it like a burlap yeah canvas no, it's, no, like no, it's, that would be cool it's pretty it's pretty legit cover yeah. oh it's like a neoprene almost like wetsuit type oh i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. Like zips around it but for those that don't know on the pro eagle jack i realize we didn't touch on it, it's a it's a car jack like a floor jack that you right. use yeah. in your normal garage or auto shop except it's just kind of fine-tuned for the off-road guys so they again big oversized wheels so you don't get stuck on you know a pebble or anything like that you can roll it around in the dirt and then the sand on the bottom of it also has a full skid plate mm-hmm. yes so if you do use it in a situation like snow or sand or mud it's going to sit and make a big foot footprint there on the bottom of it so it doesn't seek down into the soil or whatever you're jacking off of so that's a, another and it, it, extends, <laughs> it extends a lot higher than a normal than a normal uh, <laughs> moving on uh, on that on that note uh that's going to be another reel for us internally what i i had a little hiccup a while back don't worry <clears throat> we're gonna have to get that it, edited it, it extends higher than a normal floor jack would yeah. and it comes with an adjustable extension that uh that cams in into place now right that might be my one and only drawback with it was that the way the way it secures yeah so it, you take that it, you put it in and it's like a quarter turn and you just have some little ears that come off of the extension right that get hung onto by a teeny tiny little ear and it's aluminum i want to say and uh, I tell you what, if you're not like paying attention to the little details, like you've thrown it in there, but you didn't pay attention to the fact that there was a bunch of like dirt and stuff on that, uh, right? That. It won't go all the way well, into and- place. And then when you start jacking up, say a, a thirty five hundred truck, yeah, tips over. The other well, thing, it, bro- it broke it off. Well, the other thing I noticed too is, um, it, it's not a really tight lock. In, in fact, no, it, it just spins. It's so that you can put it in and, and pull it out there as easily as possible. But you you just need to know that you got to make sure you clean that. Right. But one thing I also, when you're using that, if you most people will put it on and then roll it underneath the truck. Just mm-hmm. the vibrations of rolling it through yeah, P-Gravel we'll we'll, we'll, could easily rotate it. Yeah. So That's make sure point. if you are, what's that? That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, make sure if you're, if you're the pro Eagles, awesome. I, I had one. Oh, I, I liked love it. it. And it's, it's just a matter of like learning those little quirks. And, yeah. And you know, the beauty of those wheels is they roll really good. Totally. The, the 
thing to remember, just like the high lift, when you jack the, the vehicle up off the ground, those wheels roll really good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. make sure you're chalking up. Chalk your jack chalking wheels. Chalking up tires, I mean, it's not chalking a, up jack. Well, the problem with that is like it lifts so high. rotates. That it pivot. It actually moves the. The, the jack, jack. Itself, so yeah. you, it needs to be able to move. You just need to make sure the truck's not going to move. So <laughs> yeah. put some, put some rocks in under under some tires. So if you guys got a truck, cheap, whatever it may be, that's got long travel suspension, Pro Eagle has an awesome lineup. They've got the yeah. three ton, the two and a half ton, the two ton, all now with the big wheels. They also make the standard jacks as well with the old school um, small metal wheels. I've lifted the whole front of Howitzer <clears throat> off the ground with that Pro Eagle. Yeah, we changed. We did on UA. We had to change out that f- 40 that exploded after you just... When I dropped Howitzer on it. Popped from, like, wheelies. feet in the air. You're like, woo yeah. The yeah. hydraulic assembly in them is pretty cool, too. That's one feature right. that I really like is they use the... I, what you call it it's got two hydraulic cylinders on it yep um so it actually moves quite a bit more volume it, it doesn't does. take as much effort on the handle mm. the jack handle and it actually goes up pretty dang quick i'm i was surprised the first time i used it how quick you could actually get a vehicle off the ground yeah and in just for the there's a lot of guys running them on baja they if you go onto their instagram page you'll see a lot of the trucks using them but not only does it come with, I believe it's an eight-inch extendable extension, if I remember correctly. I think um, it adjusts between, like, because you, you've got a, a, a cutter pin, there. right? Yeah. It's like five and eight, but then they also sell a fourteen or sixteen-inch extension as well that you can get in addition to that. Mm. Um, so you can actually get as much travel as you want out of those. Two, um, in the base jack, <clears throat> like the two-ton, three-ton, it'll do uh, twenty-six inches total. Yeah, total. total. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you can get the extension. I want to say it's 10 to 14 inches. Yeah, that sounds right. But it's it's awesome. I mean, they, they kind of thought of everything in the off-road community and addressed it with these jacks. Um, and they really are really easy to roll across all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. We've used them in pretty much everything that I can think of. They're in the majority of our rigs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mount's awesome. It it holds it in place perfectly. Um, doesn't With rattle. With the handle in yeah. underneath it. So everything you need for it is secured, right? Yeah, that's a good point. The handle and everything's stowed right underneath the jack in the actual mount itself. So it's not like you have this giant handle sticking up. Right. It all breaks apart and sits down inside. Another cool yeah. thing that I, I saw that they've been doing... Or they just released, not just released, but I'm sure you guys have seen the, they paired up with Boxo Tools and yep. made a uh, little toolkit that comes with your normal, it's like a, it's a half inch breaker bar. I'd say probably 12, 16 inch breaker oh, bar. Yeah. And then it has, I want to say three sockets in it. So you're popular like 19, 21 and whatever other lug right, size better. is pretty popular. Um and it's all contained underneath the jack itself. So when you put it in their mount, you can have a toolkit to take a wheel and tire off all in one one little kit. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. It's slick. Yeah, to look at that. And the other really cool thing that Pro Eagle came up with last year. No, two years. For the UTVs? Yeah, two years ago they released it at yep. SEMA. Released it? it? Yeah. Re- released it? it they it. released it, it. They released it, it, it. It, uh, the Phoenix, the Pro Eagle Phoenix Jack, uh, all which is of the all of it, it handles all of the travels. <laughs> yeah, so it's ideal for UTV applications, mm-hmm. um, because one, it's got a, a I don't, do you know the lift height on the, the a Phoenix? lot? It's a lot. It's, it's got all of it. A lot. Yeah. So you, you if you've got a UTV, it not, one 
it'll lift it and you won't have to worry about your suspension um, not coming up off the ground yeah. or your tires Dro- drooping out enough um, Two, it's extremely compact and lightweight and it is all pneumatically ran with um, CO2 canisters. Thank you. CO2 canisters. Or they also make an adapter so an ARV the power tanks or air compressor yep. or a power tank can uh, can work on it. And uh, that's slick. Yeah, they're really cool. They also have a ton of accessories for those as well. They have gotten an additional bigger base that you can use so you can get that added stability if you are in some weird terrain which i would definitely recommend um but it all breaks down there's a company called savage utv that makes a really cool hard case um that you can mount to any roll bar um it's a universal mount that'll fit on any roll bar and you can just stick it in that case it keeps it out of the elements uh but the phoenix jack's really cool i gotta play around it's with that tiny it's, it's like it's that super tiny. big yeah i just um, looked it up uh two 24 inches 24 24 What's Cooper for reference? You've got a pretty cuckoo X3. You've got some pretty crazy suspension. Do you know what your um it's a little bit more than wheel that. travel? What are you like twenty eight up front? No. I I don't I don't think it's to twenty eight, but I think it's like twenty five to twenty six just because of the extra width. So you just put a little yep. board in there. Yeah, a little <clears throat> a little spacer. But that's a fully built machine right. yeah um, this will have no could issues just go underneath the lower ar there you go yeah. um but yeah they work great and the, the cool thing when i was playing around with one at uh, sema that i really liked about it is you have a ton of control over the upward motion and letting the air out it's very sensitive to oh, yeah you can let it down extremely slow you can dump it really quick you can raise it quick you can raise it slow um it's pretty cool mm-hmm Super slick if you're looking for an option for a UTV that's not going to take up a whole lot of space and not yep. going to add a whole lot of weight to your. Rig. Yeah, I was just looking. It's only five point six pounds or something. Yeah, it's pretty lightweight, and you can yeah. attach it right to a roll bar, like you said. A less yeah. weight than a sixer of uh, Lacroix. Lacroix. <laughs> Lacroix. <laughs> um, but yeah, Pro Eagle, I believe, has the mounts for those as well. If you want to mount them directly to a roll bar. A roll bar, um, but like I said, Savage UTV, check them out. They have a really awesome product that it fits into a foam sleeve inside of a hard case. It'll allow you to keep that jack out of the elements, so when you need it, you don't have to worry about cleaning it or any issues there. Uh, but it's a, it's a cool product. And I'm, did you know what the lift lift capacity on it was? Will it work on a small? 2,000 pounds on their standard UTV Phoenix, but they now have their vehicle one that'll do... It'll lift like a Jeep or Tacoma. Oh, they, sweet. They just released it not too long Very ago. Very cool. Um, and I want to say that one, it's got a bigger cylinder on it itself. Dimensionally, it's it's much larger in, right. in diameter, and it's designed to run off of larger CO2 tanks, the 25-gram or the power tanks. Right. <clears throat> but that one will list, uh, I want to say it'll do two tons. Oh, wow. 1,000 wow. pounds. Very cool. That's great. But when you do get the Phoenix, it comes with three. They look like just little old school paintball cartridges of CO2. So you get four of those included with the Phoenix. Um, And roughly, probably one of the most common questions we get is how many lifts do you get per cartridge? And that obviously depends on how high you're needing that. But on average, it's anywhere from one to three. So if you've got something that's got a lot of travel and you got to go all the way up and all the way down, um, it's still you still got three more in the bank. but if it's just a, a small recovery where you have to lift the vehicle a little bit, um, you can get roughly about three lifts per cartridge. 
So roughly six to 12 ish um, mm -hmm. with those four cartridges. So super cool product. Uh, Pro Eagle's awesome. They definitely cater towards the off-road community and they've done a great job with their stuff. Um, so they come highly recommended from us. We use all of them. Um, and also ARB. Jack. ARB Jack. It's like the it's Jack. Like a newfangled, like if, if the high lift Jack is a fax machine. <laughs> This Jack is airdropping is like, is like an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like airdrop. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, this is cool. It's, they're, they're pretty slick. Um, they are. They're relatively lightweight. They, they, they uh, don't take up a whole heck of a lot of space. They break down real nice and they're hydraulic. Yeah. You, know, you get hydraulic advantage and you have an adjustable collar for what height you want it to be at. You're going to run into a lot of the exact same issues that you would run into with a high lift as to, where are you going to lift from and what's your suspension going to do? But as far as ease of use, you know, it's got a lot of really neat, um, neat features, a really nice base that, uh, if I, if I recall correctly pivots. Yeah. So it can handle the terrain that it's sitting on a whole heck of a lot better. It's not a whole lot of weight. No. So it's as pretty far light. As moving it around, it's a full aluminum anodized body and, uh, it's all hydraulic. You just, yeah. Hydraulics are really cool. Coming from like a, a construction background, hydraulics are amazing what hydraulic power can do. Lots of mechanical advantage. Totally. And the cool thing I like about the ARB jack <clears throat> is as far as working it, like you could get a monkey to use this thing. It's it's a jack handle. You pump it up to go up, and then when you want to release it, it's a little trigger, and you just pull that trigger, and it goes back down. There's no locking mechanism, or I should say like a pin mechanism. They have to flip back and forth like a high lift. Uh you know, operate the jack handle to go up. It's like the same bottle jack that we're all familiar with, um, but just a little more fine-tuned to work as a, a larger unit. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, along the outside of the body going up, there is a spot for you to put locks on it, isn't there? It's a uh, keyed, depending like on where you want Like a safety lock? Yeah. That's for the, the foot plate oh, okay. where it... Um, where you would like slide it up against your rock slider or bumper or something mm -hmm. like that. And that's got little keys so you can cross pin it. Got it. Mm -hmm. But the other thing I <clears throat> really like about um, the ARB jack, similar to the Phoenix jack, is you can get really precise with it. Being that it's hydraulic, you can get exactly the lift you need. And if you are lowering it and you need to stop at any point, you just release that trigger and it stops immediately. So it's they're really precise, um, the Phoenix and the ARB jack, it, it, as far as how high you want to go and when you want to stop. And it just kind of feels like you're in 100% control. It's not one of those trust falls where when you go to twist the handle and you're like, is it going to come down quick or not? Oh, like yeah. everything I'm is sorry. smooth. I'm and, sorry. That was too fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's all smooth and very fluid and you just feel completely in control, which is something for me personally that I really like. Yeah, for sure. Um, lastly, on... Mr. Brown's list is the Try traditional and true. Try and true. <laughs> hey, they work. The bottle jack. That the, the bottle jack. Well, most even, of you probably even, have. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw two things in on that category. Let's and Ash, Ash kind of touched base on this too. But the the jack that comes with your vehicle from the factory. Yeah, whether it's a bottle jack or that scissor, scissor jack. jack. Right. Yeah. You know, I the the biggest thing with that. Obviously, the, the jack that comes with the vehicle was rated for that vehicle. Right. So, you know, it's going to work for the vehicle it's in. Um, you know, the biggest thing with it is it's it's not the easiest to 
maneuver around when you don't have perfect environment, flat ground and whatnot. But if you, if you take into, I've gotten creative with my rock piles (laughs) to get one of those to work, (laughs) you know, you, you pack some, some blocks of wood, some four by fours or some (laughs) six by sixes, you know, some stuff that's, uh, varying sizes and uh, sketchy. it it is, but, but it works. It works, you yeah. know. Like you're not you're not left without something. Bottle jacks are tough for me because I every time I grab one, I'm like, I love that it lifts as much as it does in an hour and a half. I was gonna say that's a workout. But it too. weighs a ton <laughs> getting it in there. You're like, how does something so small weigh that much? What the heck? And there is not a lot of movement with each pump. It's it, most of the times you look at it and you're like, this thing's broken. It's not even moving. Yeah. Or especially when you forgot blocks of wood because you still need oh, those shoot, and man. you've done spent all your time extending <laughs> that little guy out and you're like, and it still doesn't go enough. <laughs> yeah. It but, goes without saying on those, they work really well. But if, I mean, most of our users, including ourselves, if you've lifted your truck and went with an oversized wheel and tire, they usually won't go up high enough to get that right. oversized wheel and tire off. Yeah. To an extent, like if you've only went up a couple tire sizes, you'll probably be okay. Um, but test this at home before you go on the trail. Yeah. Find out. But um, unless it, you spent 600 bucks on the like three stage bottle jack. That weighs enough that you need a spotter. <laughs> that one will probably get your. Yeah, it'll probably do it on that one. But then you're like really, really. This is not the podcast for you if that's what you're doing. Yeah, you're like, I'm going to go ahead and center jack the whole vehicle <laughs> yeah. off the ground right now. There's really a lot of cool things you can do. Like I was saying, though, the stock jack, make sure it works with your wheel and tire package or your. Uh, you know, what you're currently running, do that first before you get out on the trail and find out it won't. Uh, so you have to, uh, you can kind of avoid the the sketchy rock pile stacking, trying to get it up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but some alternatives, if you are running a scissor type jack, one thing, this is kind of be off topic, but you can do some pretty cool things. I use the factory scissor type jack in many of my previous rigs, and I usually just carry a cordless drill. Right. Sounds crazy. Oh, yeah. But it works. You turn that thing into an electric lift, and it works extremely fast, and it's probably the lightest weight package oh, yeah. that you're going to find to lift the vehicle off the ground. And then further, take your factory jack. This is not something we sell, so take it with a grain of salt. Um Take your factory jack and you can always weld on if you have those types of uh, tooling. <laughs> you could always put a piece of like C-channel or something like that on the bottom of it, which actually holds the axle. If you're a solid axle rig mm-hmm. or put a block mm-hmm. underneath it to give it a little bit more height. There's some cool creative guys that have really taken that style of jack and made them work really well. Right. Well, and I think one thing to take away when it comes to the jack that comes with your vehicle is don't don't get rid of it. I mean, if anything, yeah. if you are going to upgrade your jack, don't just because you got a pro eagle or you got a high lift or whatever it may be, don't take the bottle jack or the scissor lift jack that's in the back seat that is stowed in this perfect compartment made for it and throw it away because you could potentially use it as a tool down the road if you're in a pinch. So, yeah. Um, like if you got to rescue a Prius. Yeah, there you go. I ain't getting my pro eagle out for this. Yeah. He gets the <laughs> bottle jack treatment. <laughs> <laughs> I was blown away. The wife uh, had a Chevy Cruze and she got a flat tire on the side of I-90. And I I showed up. I'm going to change your tire. No biggie. You should have a spare in the back. There was no jack in the car. Like there's not a Get out of here. the factory jack. There was the, apparently that was like the fuel economy way they went. It's the option. They put a spare tire in. <laughs> got they don't put any way to put the spare tire on. 
So thankfully I had my factory little Toyota Jack and it ended up working for, for her car, but it just blew my mind. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. If you are buying a used rig, make sure that that Jack is still in there. Um, but hopefully Mr. Brown, this gave you some insight and, uh, you can run with it. Um, I think that pretty much covers anything unless you guys got other stuff. I was trying to Jack related. I mean, that's, you know, anything, uh, Nope. I got one. Okay, what? Unpopular opinion here. Yeah. Pineapples on pizza? Yeah, no, that's (laughs) never going to be okay. What? What? You don't put fruit on pizza. No, you do not, Ashford. I'm Italian and I'm like... You're not Hawaiian. Yeah. You're Italian? What does that have to do with anything? That's not where pineapples come from. I know that, but I... You're Italian. It should be pepperoni all day long. An Italian sausage. All right, so... Anyways, let's hear it. Way to make it creepy. I know. I just totally got squirreled there. <laughs> Jeez. You don't always need a jack to change a tire. I know this is sound crazy, but oh, I think no. Cooper I'm, knows where I'm I, going I, with I this. do know where you're going with this. If you have the capability off-road to drive up on something, like up in our area, we usually wheeling in creeks and stuff like that. There'll be stumps. There'll be trees. There'll be rocks. Ruts. I've changed many, many tires by just driving up on something. Obviously, if you have enough control to where you can lift the tire off the ground, back left, back right, you know, back onto something as well to get the front tire off the ground and change it that way. A lot of times I've found that was the fastest way to do it. Yeah. Um, in many of my own off-road rigs in the past, I didn't even carry a jack. I just would find something to drive on, whether it be if you're wheeling with a buddy, you pull up onto his tire right. and you have, you know, just enough to get the tire off and throw a spare on. It works. Yeah, or I've even I've even personally used a uh, a log round. Oh, there you go. Leveraged in on an axle tube and drove the rig up. Wow, kicked yeah. it up off the ground. In fact, I think there are a couple of military manuals that yeah, show yeah. changing tires on like deuce and a half using <laughs> that's cool. a leveraging jack where you you put it under the axle, jam it into the ground, and boom, pop it up. <laughs> it works. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it really comes down to creativity. Yeah, and safety, <laughs> safety, safety, and creativity. I'm which gonna th- I'm you gonna know throw the, safety, the safety portion. Oddly enough, for me, has come from not doing it safe a lot of times. <laughs> Learn my lesson that time. Wow, don't do that. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I wonder where I get it from. Kyle, don't follow me. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna follow Cooper. Yeah, you're like, what? I blacked out for a second. <laughs> What's that sound? It's your drive shaft on that rock. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, we really do appreciate you emailing us, Mr. Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake, Black, Brown. Um, it's probably Blake. It's probably Blake. Anyways, we do appreciate you reaching in. Way um, to get that one right, Kyle. Crushed it. Uh, we do. <laughs> it's always fun, though, with, when you guys submit topics and we can cover them. Um, again, we're enthusiasts and we're happy to do this kind of stuff. So it, it makes our job fun. Um, and if you want to submit a question again, you can do that podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. Uh, let us know what you want to talk about. Um, also we are creeping up slowly on 50 episodes. So we're going to do something big for you guys. Have no clue what yet, but I promise you it will be Can I know? Can you tell me? We don't even know yet. I want to know. Hey, we'll get Cooper involved and it's going to be epic. Um, we'll fly Cooper out to you. (laughs) We're going wheeling. You get one day with Cooper. Um, but yeah, uh, so again, thank you for all the support. Thank you for the questions, comments, suggestions. Uh, if you guys have something you want or you want us to touch base a little bit more, go into more depth on a previous episode, 
let us know. Podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. It's not info. Nope, it's not info. It's podcast. Podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. That is good info. Good. <laughs> How many people have you been telling info? <laughs> oh, just that, <laughs> just that one episode. Just that one episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you guys are wanting to get yourself an off-road jack um, and you have more questions, if this episode didn't answer all your questions, give us a call, 855-463-3762. Uh, you can ask for myself, Kyle, or you can ask for Ash. We're happy to answer any questions you may have. Mm -hmm. um, again, it really comes down to what you're comfortable with and making sure it is secure, safe. Um, but uh, I guess to answer your question, Mr. Brown, they all work. Yeah. Um, as long as you're comfortable with it. Um, do you? Yeah. Booyah. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you on another episode next week. America's Off-Road podcast <laughs> oh yeah we'll see you guys thanks again